Hello and welcome to Up The Villa podcast. If you are new to our channel, subscribe. Make sure you're dropping this episode a like and commenting your thoughts in the comment section down below. So, FA Cup action. As, you know, a football fan that just loves football, that loves the English game, I love the FA Cup. I absolutely love it. You know, I go back to memories of, you know, being at my nan's, watching it on telly and watching the finals. And the build-up started at like nine o'clock, didn't it, for the final? And it'd just be on all day. And it was just absolutely brilliant. So I love the FA Cup. I just thought we'd take it serious. We'll get on to that in a bit. As serious as we can take it. But uh, Justin, how are you? All right, mate. A bit cold, but... Uh... Hopefully this weather packs up soon. But yes, good. Looking forward to the FA Cup. Yeah, it, it's one of them that sort of, you just look forward to it. I mean, you you even look forward to like the the, the tie of who you get. You know, there's there's a real buzz of, of, of who you're going to get in the, in, the, in the first proper round. Um, you know, this is like, I'd say the proper, proper round where, you know, teams have qualified and they can potentially get a Premier League team that have come through, you know, the qualifications from like the National League, etc. So, you know, it, it feels special to me, the FA Cup still. And I think what I don't want to happen is what I think, you know, can happen and, and what some fans from overseas look at it and just think, you know, it's not, the Champions League, it's just the FA Cup, it, it's got no meaning. But I think to proper, hardcore football fans, the FA Cup still means something. Would you agree? To me, it's always been my holy grail out of everything, it's as daft as it sounds. League, Champions League even. For some reason, since I was a little kid, uh, I went to a football fair years and years ago when I was probably about 10 at the NEC and, and there was a chance to hold the FA Cup and uh, I did it and it just from that moment I thought this is special this is and like you as a kid I go back to the days when it was like one of the only games on the telly every year so they did make a huge effort of, of it you know like you say from the morning all the way through afternoon then they'd be on the coaches following the coaches to the game and the build-up was an all-day thing and I always, I just want to win the FA Cup. That's that's the one thing I wanted to win. And and we've we've had a couple of finals in my time, semi-finals and bits and bobs, but never really looked like we was going to win it. Um, I, I just want to win the FA Cup. I, 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 it's such a huge, huge competition. And yes, it's been devalued over the last ten years. I would say, you know, with, with the advent of like finishing fourth in the league and the money that's in the game and you can get from finishing in Champions League places and everything. And and the FA Cup has become a lesser important competition, but I don't care what anybody says. Once you get to the quarterfinals onwards, then every team that's left in it wants to win it. Um, the problem has been in the early rounds when teams that have been in Europe or, have, you know, have got things on their mind, especially Premier League sides, relegation threatened or things like that. They, they do take their eye off the ball and, and we've seen plenty and plenty of times weakened sides are plenty in the early rounds but for me if we can take it seriously then and a few teams do do that and one or two of the big boys have been drawn against each other as well I still think there's a huge opportunity for us this season to go very very deep and even close to winning it 
Me too. And I had a Christmas present, and it's a great present, right? And it's really got me like falling back in look with the FA Cup, really, and because I've been reading about it and stuff. This book is absolutely incredible. If anybody hasn't got this book, then get this book because you know there's so much good stuff in it. There's the stats from like different seasons, you've got pieces on, on individual players, you know, past, present, good players. You know, Gerard's even in this book as well. But what I really like about it is is learning stuff about the history of Aston Villa. So it goes back to like the 1930s and you can read up on each season. And, you know, I've been reading up on like the seven FA Cups that we've won. So I've been, I had my head in this book and I just keep, you know, it's, it's not the easiest of reads because it's just short and there's just different areas of of our history but i just keep like dipping in and in and out of it and thinking whoa like just learning so much and and i think you know for a club that's won the fa cup seven times and the last time we won it was absolutely ages ago you know it's a big void and um I just love us to win a trophy. I, I really, really would. And I spoke about it when I went to Villa Park the other day of of, of my aim and and what I want, etc. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm kind of in a bit of a two way thing here because I'm saying all this, but then I'm thinking, what's the lineup going to look like? Um, so, what's your what's your vibe on the lineup then, Justin? Before we get into like Middlesbrough, I think. Given the uh, way the fixtures pan out in January, we've obviously just come out of a real hectic, hectic uh, period. So there's like a two-week breakdown of Premier League games. Um, and we've only got three games in this month, haven't we? Uh, the FA Cup game and a couple of league games. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, and with a few players coming back sort of from injury, um I think we can afford to go pretty strong in this game. I really do. I think it's very important to keep momentum of team selection going. I don't see wholesale changes. I see maybe one or two. The general makeup of our squad means we've probably got about 15 players that have played most of the games, even the sort of <coughs> European games when he's changed it around a bit. We've only seen four or five maximum changes and on a match day with five substitutions, most of the players that have played regularly play most games anyway, even if they're just coming off the bench and having a few minutes. So with all that in mind, with the, the fixture list not looking too overly crammed in this month, no Europe yet, then I think we can go very strong and get through to the next round and see who we draw in the next round. It's a tough game, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Before we get into Middlesbrough, I will get into Middlesbrough. I'm going to set you a challenge, Villa fans. And something that irked the Villa fan base on Twitter the last couple of days was Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher's team of the season so far. Carragher did his team of the season. He had no Villa player in this team, but he had Unai Emery as the manager, right? Make it make sense. So Emery's the manager of his team, but there's no Villa player in this team. Uh, we've got Cole Palmer in his team, who is a player that's languishing in mid-table. <clears throat> Bit bizarre. So I, I, I've not thought about my team that much, but I've wrote down a team of 11 players. Justin, you can do your team while I tell you my team, but I want 
people in the comment section to put their team of the season so far. And I don't think I've been that biased with my team. Let me know what you think of my team. So I've bear in mind that you've got to have players that are obviously kind of near the top because we're only halfway through and they've got to have performed pretty well. So I've gone with, and this is based on performances that I've seen from certain players. So I've gone with Vicario in goal because I think he's made some wonderful saves for Spurs. I've got a back four of Trent, Van Dijk, Saliba and Adoji. And I think that's a pretty solid back four. I've got a double pivot of Declan Rice and Douglas Louise, which I think is pretty fair again. And then my front three in front of that, I've gone with Bailey, Foden and Salah. And I've got Ollie Watkins up top. And that is my team. And my team, the Villa players that I put in there, can, I can back that up with numbers. We've got Bailey's goals and assists. We've got Watkins goals and assists. We've got Douglas Luiz's performances. So that's my team. Let me know what you think of my team. Justin, what do you think of my team? That's all right, isn't really it? Good. Yeah, really good. Yeah. I liked it, yeah. Yeah, Quite I mean, fair. I saw that. Very fair, like you say. We, for once, we, we can put Villa players in and, um, and have a real fair crack at the wick and at wick and say that the you know we, they deserve to be in you know 100% they deserve to be in the fact that there's not one villa player in either of their teams is quite frankly embarrassing for for, for so called real knowledgeable pundits of the game you know we are sitting joint top of the premier league and there's Oh we're not now we we second aren't we yeah well yeah one one or two points off the top so but not to be recognised even one player. And like you say, the stats that some of our players are putting down. I mean, Douglas Louise, I said it, I think, after the West Ham, when we hammered them at home. If there's a better number six in, in, in the Premier League at the moment, I've yet to see him. The only player that's anywhere near him for me this season has been Rodri, and he's missed quite a lot of games. So, for me, it would be Rodri and, and Louise in the six, sixes. Bailey has to be in there, I think, based on his numbers alone. And and you know, had probably um Haaland been fit all season, then I probably would have him up top. But I think based again on not just goals, but goals and assists, I think Ollie Watkins has got to be up there as well, hasn't he? It's it's very, very embarrassing. And um <clears throat> again another well, one for me, I think yeah. Fourth, seventeen. Yeah. Another one for me, it would be. Um, I mean, you'd put Salary in probably on the left hand side. I'd probably put Watkins up top, and then and I'd go Bailey off the right. Um, I think Pau Torres is going to be a question for, for mm. centre halves as well. Um, yeah, you know, some of these players seem to get in just because of their name and not particularly how they're playing this season. It's you know how you can put Trent Alexander Arnold in at right back when the bloke hasn't played there hardly any this season, and it, it, you know. While you're playing him at right back, how can he be the best right back in the league when he's not played there all season? So yeah, very odd, but nothing that I've not come to expect from uh, from those <laughs> types of pundits this season. I'm afraid. <laughs> I just I just find it very strange because if Villa <clears throat> was sitting mid table and Bailey'd got the goals and assists Cole Palmer had got, Bailey would not be in that team, would he? No, I don't so, get right. I don't. I, 
Rice's inclusion, I'm, I'm, I'm bizarre with that one as well because I think his form has dropped off terribly over the last few weeks, really badly. And I don't think he adds goals, a lot of goals and assists. Mm. I don't think he's anywhere near what Douglas Louise has been at this season. So, I don't know, very strange. Very strange. But we'll just so keep on the- doing what we do. Yeah, definitely. In the comments, put your teams in. What what would you go with? So we turn our attention then to Middlesbrough. Uh, Michael Carrick is their manager. Last season did really well, got them into the playoffs. Uh, this season started pretty, pretty poorly. Uh, was under massive amounts of pressure, but he's turned it around somewhat. Uh, we know the nature of the championship couple of wins, you back up there, couple of defeats, you sort of mid-table. They are currently sitting in the championship in 12th place. They are four points from the playoffs. Um, so, you know, they're going to be pretty pretty up for this game, albeit that they do play Chelsea in the Carabao Cup semi-final on Tuesday, two-legged tie. So I would imagine that they will make some changes for this game as well. They have played 26 matches, they've scored 38 conceded 39. Uh, They're averaging 1.5 goals per game. They are averaging possession-wise 52.8% possession, 84% passing accuracy per game, which is decent. They've kept six clean sheets. They're conceding 1.5 per game. They have a duels one per game of 48%. So, you know, we, we don't need to tell anybody how, you know, difficult playing some of these teams are that are in the championship having come from championship and you know I think it's going to be I think it's going to be depending on the level of changes from their side to our side um, I think that is always sort of like a a caveat to the tie Um, I think it's going to be a competitive game Um, I expect Villa to have majority of the possession I expect us to control the game and I expect us to go through, I think no matter how many changes we make, we should be looking at this game thinking that we can, we can go through and we and we can go into that next round. So, Justin, have you, have you watched much of Middlesbrough? I know it's quite difficult to sort of keep an eye on the championship. I, I, when I watch the championship, I generally look out for like Ipswich, Leeds, uh, Leicester. For some reason, I find myself watching Sunderland quite a lot. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've not really watched much of Middlesbrough, so I can't really comment on them. Yeah, to be honest, no, I haven't. I don't think I've seen them play this season, so it's difficult to get gauge a sort of real feel for how they play and, and the type of football they like to play. But based on their form and, and, and where they are in the league this season, you know they had a phenomenal season last year. This season, they are struggling a bit. I mean, their home form season, I mean, 16th out of all of the teams in the league. So that's not great. So their home form isn't brilliant. They um they they struggle to score goals a bit as well. So hopefully that'll happen. And I think the biggest factor in this game is is they're gonna to want to push into the playoffs. So they're not comfortable in the league. So they want to kick it on in there. And they have got a pretty good opportunity, I would say, against Chelsea in the League Cup mm-hmm. because Chelsea are by no means the Chelsea of a few years ago, and they they are beatable. I think you know we you know we've we've beat them, and I think a lot of teams beat them. So over two legs, they play again on the Tuesday after we play on the Saturday. So I do think they will prioritise that game 
against ours. I, th- I think that 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 will happen. So I do see them almost forfeiting to a point uh, this game. Um, I think they'll go pretty weak uh, playing a lot of the fringe players, especially the key in key areas. So that hopefully will tie into my hope that we go fairly strong. So I'm hoping the curse of the third round that we've had for the last how many years will finally be blown away. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've just had a thought in my head. I've just seen that Stevenage second goal going. <laughs> I've just seen Olsen get beat at the near post. Yeah, I mean, it's I just think flashed it's been, um, in my mind. <laughs> it's been commented on quite a lot that I think that was Unai Emery's biggest regret of last season. It was that third round tie against Stevenage at home, you know. The, the way we played, the way we set up, the team he picked. I think he'll look back at that and think that was a major, um, not a mistake, because he did it all for all the right reasons. But had we have just gone marginally stronger and we'd have been marginally better that day, we'd have won the game. But that just shows what this FA Cup is all about. You know, a lower league side giving it everything and having just it been their day. You know, everything went against us and we didn't close the game out and they took their chances and, and scored a couple of really good goals and, and they beat us late on, didn't they? So this isn't a give me by any chance and, and, and who knows what could happen. But in the form we're in and the players we've got, I would hope, even if we did decide to, to sort of throw a few of the fringe players in, we should still have enough to, to see off Middlesbrough, I think. Definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling the win. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, fe- I'm feeling the FA Cup this year. I'm feeling it. Clip it, <laughs> clip it, and see what happens. Uh, right. So, uh, score prediction then, Justin. What are you going with? Well, I did actually back us at the, the, the pre-season to win the FA Cup, didn't I? So, oh, God. I've got to stick with that. Um, I think we're going to win the game three-one. That's what I'd go for. Comfortable three-one win. I think the class yeah. will show on the day. It's a it's a decent pitch. It's a nice ground to play at. It's not like going to a League Two side where it's, everything's close to the ground. Will they sell out? I don't know. It's a big old stadium, isn't it? So, you know, we'll take a lot of fans up there as well, which is a huge factor. You know, it's good to take a lot of fans away, isn't it? And a lot will be travelling up. So, yeah, three-one win, Villa. Yeah, I'll go. I'll stick with the threes. I'll go three-nil. Um, so thank you everybody who has watched this episode we do have an opposition preview coming up this week as well so uh stay tuned for that one we'll we'll get a real look and feel about Middlesbrough how they're playing their formation their system etc who to watch out for so uh stay tuned for that we'll have predicted lineup and we might have press conference reaction uh we'll see how we go in on on friday for that as well but hopefully we'll have, we'll have had a transfer hub on 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 waiting i'm waiting for that first one to drop um so yeah you might have had it by the time this has come out or you might not so uh thanks everyone for the support up the villa up the villa <laughs>